0: Welcome to the Wonder for Your Podcast, where we encourage you to explore the world around us, whether that's across the world or in your backyard. Today, I have Christoph. I saw Christoph on Twitter. He's a really awesome photographer. I can't wait to do this uh, interview. Uh, anything you'd like to say to the listeners, Christoph?
1: Well, uh, nice uh, being with you today. and. Uh... Hope we have a nice chat and I'll be able to uh, answer any question you have regarding my work or what I like.
0: And uh,
1: that will be your listeners.
0: Great. So, um, according, or if I read your, t- or your Twitter uh, bio correctly, you started photography in 2020. How did you get into photography?
1: Yeah, well, actually, I, I started in 2021. Uh, Really, or started really in 2021 August, uh, summer of 2021, a year ago, um, a bit more than a year ago. Actually, I did a bit, very, very uh, briefly some photographies, like 15, 20 years ago, maybe, because my father was really into it and did did a lot of photography. So I kind of have that background from him. But when I said briefly, it was like, you know, two or three sessions, you know, with my father at the time and and never put too much effort or time, which I didn't have the time to do it. So really, I started again photography a year ago uh, because I have a crave for creativity, create some stuff. And, you know, I, my father died five years ago and I think I wanted to, you know. It was kind of a way maybe of remembering him, probably. I don't know. It's it it feels it felt a, a good stuff a good way to start creating, like do some photography.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And uh I think a lot of people would agree with you. Uh being creative is is really important. It's something that keeps a lot of people going so when you say sessions do you usually do portrait photography or is it a lot more of the uh, nature photography that i see on your uh, twitter
1: yeah no uh it's really about nature wandering some hiking i don't really use models uh besides maybe my children on a personal level but uh no really it's really about um it's really about nature i i'm I like to wander us and actually follow the light, you know, it's light shadows and particularly like to go into a forest. I I, I feel a, a few years ago I was hiking in a forest and I felt a connection, which was very strong, which I never felt before. You know, it was kind of a revelation that I felt good in a forest. You know, there was something, you know, which connects to me. And so now I think I, I like just, Wandering in forest and with my uh, camera and just looking at where the light is. And actually, it's it's a good way because you know you can go and do photography in the plain day when you have lots of light, which you couldn't really do much, you know, outside of a forest. But there, it's perfect. You know, it's uh, you don't need to be on sunrise, sunset, little cloud. You know, too much light to to go on. It's it's difficult, uh, but in forest, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, in forests, with the heavy cover and the canopy of leaves, you almost get a lot more texture, especially when there's a higher amount of light present.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Excuse me. Excuse me for a moment. Sorry about that. That's okay. So it is uh, the leaves of fallen already here for the most part um have you taken a lot a lot of fall photos this year
1: i actually have just started you know i didn't have much time to go and do some nature sessions got a lot of work actual work actual work on the side well, not on the side but uh, mainly and uh with a uh, heavy well uh, lots of stuff on my personal life I didn't have much time to go and do some uh, some photos but it here it's it has started but I didn't lose much of you know the the leaf fall I got lots lots of it yet you know it's very warm in here so I live in France middle of France in a region called Auvergne and it's very warm it's it was I think the warmest October in history in France You know, like yesterday, it was like 20 degrees Celsius, 21. So it's uh, the leaf has not fallen a lot yet. So still got the November months to go and uh, have some beautiful shots on some photos.
0: That's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see it. Um, I'm up here. I'm a little higher north than you are. I'm in Montana. And not only have all the leaves (laughs) fall, but we've got snow. For the second time
1: today (laughs) Mm, you
0: get a lot of snow in in france and the places that you visit
1: well i'm um i'm not far from mountains so if i go up a bit uh i do have some snow yeah so it's it's nice because it's not very tall mountains but uh, if i want to yeah i don't have much to go and have some some snow um, but it's a bit early right now i'd say and I, I don't think we will have snow until end of november maybe a bit december but it's it's really it's really uh, early for snow here you know uh, and and we have some warm weather warm temperature coming from sahara in africa that's why we have a warmer climate right now so so yeah, no, right now I'm just taking every opportunity I can just to go and uh forest or even just a small, you know, hike on the morning before walking. And I'm taking my camera or my phone actually, uh, because I think whatever you use, you can make a good photo. It's really about the eye, what that inspires you. And now with the new smartphones, you we can do really beautiful photos.
0: I love that you say that, because I've always believed, although it's always good to understand how the camera works and all that fun stuff, you can get a feeling and a and get to understand how to lay out a photo with just a phone. You don't need anything more than that. Yeah,
1: yeah, because a photo is really just a feeling. You know, it's when when I do a photo, I'm just looking at something. It inspires me. Maybe what I see, what I feel, the light, the framing, and of course, with a, a camera, sometimes it's easier because you have more control. You know, especially when you have light of difference in lights between lights and shadows. So it's it's easier. You know, we, when you have a sky which is a bit cloudy, not not very blue. Sometimes it's a tricky photo to take with a smartphone because you have less capacity to, um, well, to to point exactly where you want to focus on where you want and to manage that. But for most of part of some photos, you know, it's 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 very easy today with you know uh, actual smartphone to do really good photos. And it's not just quality; it's basically what you want to transfer. I recently bought um, as a smartphone an iPhone 14 Pro. I had an iPhone 10 for five years now. It was kind of broken, and actually, I was I I, I wanted to be able to take any photo, even if I didn't have my camera, you know, on me. And I say I, I knew that with my smartphone it would be good, and I, I chose this one because I could do some I could photo do some photography with it on a raw format so I, I wouldn't lose any quality on the on the photo and and actually I just posted uh black and white recently on Twitter uh which was taken with a knife with my iPhone and it's uh and I'm going to post another one I think in the coming few days um black and white too I don't do much black and white but and it was taken directly with my iPhone it was perfect you know I didn't touch it a lot and uh very nice
0: Awesome. Um, <clears throat> it's funny that you mentioned the iPhone 14 Pro because, yeah, they have the Pro Raw. Now that they have a 48 megapixel mode, it's really good. But it's funny that you mentioned that uh, black and white photo because I was actually going to get around to that. And my question for you regarding that is it, it's an awesome photo. But my question uh, to you regarding that is, do you like to get filters like black and white on the camera? Or do you prefer to add them during post-processing?
1: I don't do much black and white to be honest, but I prefer post-processing. Because for me, black and white, either you have a knack for black and white, and, and maybe you, you want to photograph in, in black and white. And I think if that were the case, or if at some point in the future I want to make a series. I want to focus on that. I may do some filters, but right now it's much more of what the photo makes sense when I took it. You know, it was funny because on this one, I actually took it on my phone. They they had this blue on the sky with a blue gray, which was, I really loved with the light. which was taken almost directly with the sun coming, coming up. So it's very bright. I loved it. And when I, looked at it on my computer and my B-screen, you know, it, it was, of course, I wanted to do some small adjustments in post-processing. And mostly my adjustment is really about light colors, intensity, stuff like that. I don't really do Photoshop or stuff like that. I don't really edit the photo in itself. I like to take almost kind of raw, you know, even I don't really reframe it. When I take a photo, I kind of frame it like I see it already. and But When I saw this photo in big screen, it didn't make much sense. There was, it it. it, you know, I missed something. And I turned just black and white to see and it clicked. So, you know, I didn't take the photo saying it's going to be great in black and white. On this one, it makes sense. And another one, it makes sense too. It was kind of the two of the same series of photos. But it's not predetermined. For the moment, I'm not doing too much black and white. And it's much more in post-processing saying, okay... I don't feel it. I can try in black and white. Maybe there's something there. And sometimes it clicks, sometimes it's not.
0: That's awesome. One thing that I love when it comes to photo editors is that you can actually adjust different color sets and you can get vastly different black and white filters (coughs) with that, which is really, really cool. I use Affinity Photo. Uh, What kind of photo editing solution do you use? Lightroom. Lightroom
1: classic. classic. Lightroom classic. Yeah. And and yeah, you you're right. When you edit a photo, you can almost have a photo which is doesn't look anything like it was before. And I think it's there is there is here a, a conundrum for a photograph. You know, it's an i think it's very it's it's a intimate opinion, but it's what is a photography? What do you want to push? Is it a representation of the world? Is it something which you have Imagined, you know, because one time I took uh, a flower, a close-up of a flower, a rose, I think, but remember correctly, and I I kind of did two sets of processing of the photo, and I had at the end kind of totally different feel and photos of the same rose because of the effect I put it on a uh, processing, and and you know I put the both of them on Twitter saying which one do you like, and it was kind of fifty fifty. It's it's really. You know, it it depends on what you're attracted to. But for me personally, when I process, when I edit the photo, I'm not trying to make the sky too blue or to change the color of the sky to have something. I try it. I know that I do work a little bit on much more contrast and, you know, to have some more vibrant, but not too much too. I try to... I try to have the picture as I've seen it in reality, because sometimes because of the light, and this is why you see that the eyes is a magnificent machine, because, you know, when you see something and you take a picture, even with the best camera, it's... Even when you take a photo with your camera an iPhone, there is some processing done by the tool anyway. So it's just about trying to reproduce what you see. At least it's for me. I'm just trying to put the photo as I've seen the scene, actually. You know, and... um, And, um, and, you know, for me, it's it's a win if someone says to me, when I look at your photo, I feel like I'm there. It happened once. I was happy. (laughs) But uh, that's kind of my goal, you know, trying to, you know, make the photo so that people think they are there just to represent what I felt, even though I know it's never going to be exactly what I felt Mm -hmm. because it's missing how do i say that it's well when i was there i was in kind of 3d you know i had sight i had smell i had sense i had cold a hot stuff like that we wind small breathe here you've got just the sight so it's how do you convey as much as possible just using images you know Mm -hmm.
0: that's a really interesting topic um Two things uh, that I took away from your uh, what you said. First thing, it really is true that our eyes are better than any camera because we have a lot more range. Our eyes, uh, even when our pupils are at their widest, we take in a lot more light and information than a camera does. And then the second thing is... um, It's uh, That's why I find it really interesting how some photographers will lean into color and other photographers will lean into composition to really convey more of the scene to their viewers. I've noticed that with a couple of your photos, too. That stuff's awesome.
1: Yeah?
0: Which one, for example? Uh, I'm... hmm. I'm sorry, I can't think of one off the yeah. top of my head. Well, you're
1: know. right in saying that there is composition and there is color. And and actually, when I do take a photo, of course, I've got composition in my mind, you know, because it's the first thing I actually see. It's, you know, it's the ambience, you know, and, and you know, what, what I see. And then there is the color and stuff, which is afterwards, which came afterwards, and, and more in the processing Part You know, just to get the correct tone, the correct balance <clears throat> between the color and because sometimes because it's very bright, you don't have the same render in the photo that when you saw it, actually. And, um, you know, it's it's funny because so I've been mostly publishing on Twitter for the past year. Uh, a bit on Instagram but it's much more confidential and I'm not trying too much to push it on on Instagram I mostly discovered a, a great photographer community on Twitter which I did not suspect at all and you know I uh, it's funny because you you can see that there was a lot of subject which people like more than other you know for me in terms of subject, as I said, I'm more in nature, but I I do love to do some landscape. It was not my first way of subject. I did not do much landscape at first. You know, some of them, some some of it, but I was more into close up or imagination. So when you do some close up or yeah, the photo which was which could be like texture or something else which could remind you of. Let you imagine something else because a photography is a voyage too, you know. So either it's very clear what you're photographing, a landscape, or you have more close up and you can imagine a whole world sometimes. And, you know, and, um, and sometimes it's just the beauty of small stuff. I have made, I've started to make a series, well, for the past year, actually, whenever I can, on a tree trunk, actually dead tree trunk. You know, you know, cut tree trunk because they're actually they are dead. I think there were lots of life in there, in in them. Sorry. There are two which I like a lot. Um, one which there was a lot, lots of you know uh, dead leaves, you know, with a, a tree trunk. You know, it's it's kind of shot like uh, from above, uh, with some few uh, leaves on on the tree trunk, and it's it's kind of a painting, you know. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I like this one. I like it. One of the first, which I really liked a lot, and it's um, it's funny, you know, because it's not something people mainly like a lot. You know, I think it's it's more difficult for people to project on something like this. But there are the other photographer, which creates with small stuff so much world, you know, that's one I like a lot. Uh, which is only doing mushrooms, you know, and and some. Um, um, every picture of her is is a world on its own, you know. It's a bit staged, I think, sometimes, but it's it's wonderful, and I think that's what I like in photography. It's being a landscape, being a tree trunk, being a, a one one meter by one meter photographies on you know just the floor, the ground, on the forest, or whenever, or just in the street when you have just, you know, like a car or, you know, uh, the building with the line, so black and white, it's, every one of them is, is a world and a story to be when you can try and, you know, project yourself. And, and when I like a photo on Twitter, it's mainly because it brings me into a world my world, actually, the one I imagine, because it might not be the one the photographer imagined, but at least it's something I can project myself into it. And that's what I try to do with my photo. I try to give an emotion, people to project themselves, you know, in the same way or in a different way than I did myself, being in a landscape or just looking at some tree trunks. <laughs> which I know is a bit odd of a subject, but there is so much life in there and so much story you can imagine and see in that, which is very, very fun too.
0: I absolutely love that. Um, But before I get into that, (laughs) sorry, you reminded me because my neighbors um, dropped a tree trunk in our dumpster about yay long, big forked thing um but it's funny because as soon as it was taken out of the I've been just pulling bark off the thing. <laughs> now you've got me uh, thinking about taking a photo of it. So um <laughs> great. And then I, I love your thought of each photo uh, each photo being a world onto its own that you can really project yourself into. And in that way, every single photograph or every single photograph or every piece of art really is almost like a a portal almost like a book even
1: yeah exactly it's it's a portal it's which is a door for everyone to go through or not and uh, every piece of art actually you know
0: it's uh... i love it i want to uh switch around now a little bit um i heard you mention series a few times now do you sell nfts
1: no, not yet. Actually, uh, I've I know of this, of course. Been in crypto for past few years now. <clears throat> I never, I, I didn't, well, try to sell them really for the moment. I, actually, I was approached not long ago by a website to sell my photo in more traditional ways: prints and downloads. They do NFT NFT2s, but I didn't. I said I didn't want to right now with them. Uh, so it was nice. You know, to be selected. You no, know, I don't know if I will sell some, but at least it's nice for my ego. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at some point, I think I will try and and I will try and do some NFTs. You know, for me, it was never about selling photos when I started doing that. So it's so. I think, you know, I'm trying on Twitter to have some audience because my first goal is to have some feedbacks you can't progress without net feedbacks, you know, and, and still hard because on Twitter you either have nothing or you have a like and people say, I love it, which is very good, but it's very rare for people to do some constructive feedbacks, you know, and and sometimes when some other photographers say, okay, which which one do you like between those two or three photos? I try to give a constructive feedback. You know, why do I like this one more than the other one? Because I think... It's very important. It's never to say it's good or it's bad. It's trying to say I like it better because of this, of this, and this. And my point of view might not be the one of photographer. Anyway, it's it. And this is thing I I try to have on Twitter, which I don't have often. Um, and but Twitter was for me a way to have an audience, to progress, to show my work, and for people to say, "Do I like it? Do not you like it? What can I do better?" And yeah, probably sometime at some point I will sell them on, on, on website, like open your foundation. I don't know. And, uh, great if I can sell some, and, but it was never my first goal in, in, in going into photography. It's was not to be a full-time job or something like that. It's really a hobby. It uh,
0: makes absolute sense. Um, if you, uh, Don't mind waiting a bit. You might want to wait until um, Wondersphere comes out because that's going to be an NFT platform as well. Um, Great. Also, um, it doesn't have a ton of members yet, but I'm uh, setting up a Facebook group. I don't know if you have Facebook or not. That is for uh, constructive criticism as well as just sharing your work if you want. Um, The... If you get a chance, check out Wondersphere. Uh, Or I can send you the group link anyway. Do you have Facebook? Yeah,
1: I will check it out. Yeah, great.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, Darn it. I don't have any more questions for you. This has been a really awesome conversation. I've really enjoyed chatting with you.
1: (laughs) Same. Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity to discuss with you and uh, and share my uh, passion for photography with your listeners.
0: Absolutely. We'll have to have you on again. Um, I'll have to, once we get things set up a little bit more. It was an absolute pleasure. And for the rest of you Wondersphere listeners listening, have a great day and don't forget to get outside and explore. Bye now. Bye. Thank you. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and turn this off.